Hello, it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to this edition of the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. And today our guest is none other than the lovely Mel Getroyd. Mel Gedroich in my studio with me, not at the theatre. Um, so starring, of course, because uh, you've been working here at Magic and then you're going to be dashing off to the theatre to star in Company, which I went to the first night last week and it is, I don't know, words escape me really. It's the best piece of theatre I've seen for a couple of years. I mean, it was, it is extraordinary. You must have known on the first night that you were in, well, before the first night, actually, that you were in something brilliant. I think we knew from day one of rehearsal, actually. Um, no, I don't want to sound smug or anything, but I think what we knew was that we had a really, really good gang of people and they were people that just wanted to make it the best show that it possibly could be. And when you've got that, which I think is quite rare, you know, there's 16 of us, mm. or ho however many, um, when you've got that and there's that kind of real, ah, there's a kind of life force in the gang, then hopefully you end up with something that, that is good. But I've got to say, I was not prepared really fully for the, for the, the reaction that, that it's been getting, really. Because you're sort of in that bubble as well. You're in the rehearsal room and you're just head down trying to do your best and not muck up. Um, so and also you haven't seen it because no, visually... I've never it's seen it. Absolute, it is yeah. beautiful and, and it's, a, it's an amazing set with sort of neon lights around boxes and things yeah. that, that everybody works in and, and it is a, it's a visual feast. Yeah. But I think one of its strengths when you talk about the company is that, that, that it's one of the tightest ensembles I've ever seen oh. and, because, and everyone gets their chance to shine, you know, yeah. in it. Well, it's a really lovely show for that reason, as you say so correctly... Um, Every uh, set of characters, the couples, they all get their, their own scene. And, um, you know, George Firth wrote a really whip-smart, kind of funny script, written in 1969, but still, it still kind of holds up somehow, doesn't it? It, it really does. It doesn't seem dated at all. Like, just talk us through your bit, your chance hmm. to shine is... Jiu-jitsu, really. Well, what is it? <laughs> Judo. What, I don't know what you're doing uh, nor quite. Nor do I, Alice. No. Nor do I. No. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Sarah... It's terribly funny, though. It's brilliantly funny. <laughs> oh, no, I play a character called Sarah, and um, I'm married to Harry, played brilliantly by Gavin Spokes, who is an extraordinarily good actor and physical comedian, as well as verbal comedian. Br a brilliant actor. And, um, yeah, we're, we're a sort of slightly brittle couple i think we do love each other but we sort of explore uh, our relationship through jujitsu really mm. so um i don't i have to confess i don't know that much about the history of jujitsu but two lovely ladies called rachel and ruth who are fight directors in theater came in and gave us four hours kind of once every fortnight of very very specific work yes and, and we and we have a fight call every day so before we yeah before we do the show we have to i think it's for health and safety as well we go through the jiu-jitsu sequence just to kind of make sure make sure that you don't go off track yeah. at all with that Ga gavin is amazing at falling 
you know. Yeah, because you do end up on the floor. I mean, there's proper falls, oh, in it? it's so fun. And then at the end of the scene, there's a, there's a whole <laughs> section of what you're not allowed to do and you're not meant to be eating yeah. chocolate brownies, but you do. Yeah, yes, I'm on a permanent diet, Yeah, Sarah, the character, and Harry is on the wagon, so he's not boozing. And, of course, we're both kind of kidding ourselves and, and trying to pull the wool over each other's eyes in that relationship. Um, it's just, it's it's really, really good fun to do. Um, and I'm full of admiration, really, for the gang. I look round on the stage. I'm sounding like such a gushy old ham. I do apologise, but... I look round on the stage and I sort of think, oh, oh, there's Ben. He was Phantom in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, there's Alex. He was the lead in Legally Blonde. So and so. There's Ashley. Mm-hmm. He was the lead in um, uh, Five Guys. You know, it, every, every single person on that stage is just brilliant at what they do. And did you think you would be doing a Sondheim musical? No, I, I, you know, it came. It Marianne Elliott, who who directed us, who needs to be given full credit really because it's her baby. And my goodness. She works us hard, but she gets results. She knows what she wants, you mm. know. She's always got that kind of vision. Um, and did it just come out of the blue for you? Well, really bizarre. So she directed um, Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. And they had a gala night and they were raising money for an autism charity. And I was asked to go and emcee it. So I love doing that kind of thing. And I said, absolutely, I'd love to go and do that. This was about five years ago. So I emceed the night in the theatre where Curious Incident was and Marianne, the director, was there and she asked me to be Sarah on the back of that. I mean, I, I was it was chaotic. I was just, you know, mucking about with the audience. And so five years ago she asked yeah. you to be Sarah? No, she... No. she, she, she I remembered met her you then. from that. Yes, but isn't and that then... weird? Strange how these doors yeah. open. So no, you she'd... would never think emceeing a charity night no. would lead you to... Yeah. That's absolutely, absolutely God's honest truth. Yeah, really strange how that came about. But, you know, she took a punt. I mean, I've done I've done stuff on stage and I've done bits and pieces of acting and everything. But, you know, nothing major and nothing that she would have seen. And she's really high end, Marianne. You know, I mean, she's the kind of Mm. she's the bee's knees, isn't she? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) she's extraordinary. You're in with that crowd now. Well, I don't. I don't, well, for the, for the moment, you Alice, were. for the moment. You know how showbiz is, love. You're in one minute, no, then you're think, out the next, no, you know, darling. No, no, I think now you're in and you'll be you'll be going further in. No. But uh, talking of the chocolate brownies, just a link to Bake Off. Has yes. Sue seen the show? Because yeah. I didn't see her on the first... Was she there? It's so annoying. She couldn't come on the actual official opening night. She came the night before. Right. Which was lovely. It was so lovely to oh, know. Oh, better, because then she wasn't in the crowd of the party. You could see her properly. Yeah, and it was re- it was so... It's all, I really love it when you have people that you know in the audience. It's a bit nerve-wracking, but it just gives it that kind of extra edge. And I could hear her chuckling and... No, it was really, really lovely, actually. She must have been very proud. She was, and as you know, she's very musical. Yeah. So Sondheim is, is a kind of a deep and complex man and an and an amazing um composer and lyricist so there's i don't know you feel like you're kind of i don't know it, it's chunky stuff isn't it it's not a surface and you, so you didn't go to drama school because you were one of those no. footlights things um yeah. some mm. of us had to do it the hard way but <laughs> your husband is a, a director and teaches at lambda doesn't yeah, he? he so does. did did he help you guide you talk he's so critical in a is good he? way, in is a he? good way. Yeah, he is. I'm always too frightened to go to him. That sounds bad. No, he's very lovely as well, but... 
He is he, lovely. Yeah, he yeah. is lovely. So um, I'm always wary if I'm feeling a bit kind of a bit worried about something. He always like gives me loads of comfort and support, but I won't absolutely go to him and say, "Can we analyze this together?" Because he'll be too brutal. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now that you are in the obviously the musical theatre scene, you know, next Les Misérables. Who knows what's next oh, for you, Mel? But <laughs> Jean Valjean, you... come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gender swapping of yeah, Jean Valjean. Well, exactly. That, that we see we've started a trend yeah. with that now. So Jean might as well Valjean, go on with it. let's yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are you still going to be doing all your Eurovision stuff? Because that's big for you, the Eurovision oh. thing. Can you still do all that with this? Because this is now extended to March. To end of March. Yeah. Well, very kindly, they've given me the night off so that I can uh, present the. Um, gosh, I've forgotten the name of the show. That's awful. Uh, when when the uh, when when the UK song is chosen, what's I, it called? I don't know. Song for Europe. <laughs> no, so, it, yes, it used it? to be. It used, it used to be. To be. I don't think it is anymore. Let's call it Song for Europe. Alice. Okay, it's good old days. But so they, so your understudy will go on for that night. So, yeah. And, so very kindly they've they've let me do that because um, I love the Eurovision and I I just it would be too sad not to be involved mm. in some way. Um, I think that's January or February. Normally. Oh, it's quite early then. Yeah, Eurovision, so you decide. With... Eurovision, you decide. <laughs> That's the one. Oh my Eurovision, goodness. you decide can be seen on. <laughs> <laughs> Song for Europe. I love it. It was. It used to be that. Didn't, I'm sure it used to be. Always. Um, now, um, <laughs> what, what else was I going to ask you about? Oh, Stephen. No, did Stephen sometime come to see the show? Oh, Has he seen it goodness. while you were? Did he see it before in previews or? Yeah. Well, he. <sighs> How nerve-wracking was that? Pre-previews, he was with us for four days, I think it was. <gasps> so he was with us for the tech, um, for the dress. Actually, he was with us for three days of tech and then the dress. And I think the first night, the first ever preview. Um, and it was terrifying, but incredibly moving, actually. I, again, I'm sounding like a gushy old Wendy lovey, but... Um, I mean, the man is a legend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he is. I mean, isn't he? Seriously. There are, I mean, there are one or two people in the world that would make me go a bit silly. Yeah. And he would definitely, I don't know, yeah. I wouldn't know what to say to Stephen Sondheim. I mean, Stephen Sondheim, it's like, it's, he's know. a, he I really know. is a proper legend. And, to- and I don't know what, is. anyway, I, did he speak to you? Well, I was really afraid to go up and speak to him. And I didn't want to sort of crowd round because. You know, obviously all of us wanted to just kind of go, oh my God, you're Stephen Sondheim, and just kind of, you know, overwhelm him. So I think we were all holding back a bit. But I did go up right at the end of the evening and I said, um, I'd just like to introduce myself, Mr Sondheim. My name's Mel and I play Sarah. And he said, no, you're not. I said, no, I, I, I am. I'm, I'm Mel and I play. No, you don't. Who are you kidding? You're not. He, would, he was basically, he was joshed around with me for a couple of minutes. I hope it was joshing around. Maybe he really <laughs> thought I wasn't. Uh, playing Sarah, but no, he was um, <laughs> he was very lovely, and he gave a sort of very very moving speech um, to us all. It was just the cast and just the people directly involved in the show, the creatives, and um, he he shed a few tears. Did he? Yeah, yep. He he gave a little speech. He 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 just said, you know, this was a big leap of faith. Um, Marianne asked me to do this however many years ago it was, two or three years ago. I, I've i been asked a few times about swapping the, the gender of Bobby and, um, 
you know, I, I, I took a punt because I believe in Marianne and I'm so delighted with with what she's done and what you've done. And he shed a few tears. It was well, unbelievable. Maybe it's the last time he thinks it will be a bit... Mind you, this could go to Broadway. It could. Blimey. Couldn't it? I, I guess so. You could be leaping on a plane. Oh, my goodness me. That's a whole other... I hadn't thought of that, but it no. could. I mean, Who it's knows? such a... It's it's going to be... Because yeah, the other thing is, have you got enough dresses for the award ceremonies? Oh, goodness me. I, <laughs> you could use your one for Song for Europe. Yeah. You can... <laughs> oh, yes, I'll exactly. We'll recycle a few, few of those. I, I don't know about personally speaking, but if Rosalie Craig does not have a full shelf in her downstairs lavatory of glittering awards for this, then there is no justice. And indeed, I have to say, Johnny Bailey, who plays Jamie, who is outstandingly brilliant and he, sings that incredibly difficult song. Um, I'm going I, to I be would, speaking to him later. Oh, you're a huge fan. Yeah. Saw him in the York Realist. I love him. He's incredible. He's brilliant talent. Isn't he? Isn't he? he is. And such a nice um, guy. Is he? Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Now, yeah. um, you've got two daughters. I do. Are you, are you pushing them into show business, oh, are you? I want them Forcing to be them. lawyers, accountants, doctors. <laughs> Honestly, something stable that will provide money for our care oh, when we're in our good dotage. thinking. Honestly, uh, that's what you need. So we need some. Yeah. We need some stable money coming because in. Because also, you want good. Care. You want nice care. You want to be in a nice care home. You do. You oh, there's do. that brilliant care home for actors. Denville Hall. Yeah, have you been? Um, n- no. <laughs> what, I mean, not a bit. Not I as a should, resident, do you think Alice. I should go. <laughs> I'd, quite, I'd quite like to go. And... I know I'm towards the end of my career now. No, oh, no don't that's, be loose. That's fair. I'd, I'd quite like to go and put put out some feelers and I'd, say, well, I like this room. I think it. I think it is quite nice. Where is it? Same counties. I'd like a sunny room. I think it's got nice grounds. Yeah. With uh, obviously Sue Perkins very much next door. Next door. Probably in the same room. Interlinking. You could have those like a family thing. Family room. Yeah, family room. And, um, (laughs) oh, that's marvellous. What a good thought. We'll all be there. We'll all be there. um, Good luck with the rest of the run. Thank you. And I know you're just going to, well, I hope you continue to love every single night of it because it is brilliant uh, audience if you if you haven't got a ticket you can't buy one just steal one that's all I've got to say really that was the musicals and theatre podcast and if you enjoyed that then why not subscribe it's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. 